Hey, this is Romy. And this is Aaron. Thanks for listening to our podcast where we talk all about relationships. Ladies, how guys can break your bed, not your heart. How to attract that partner of your dreams. And heal from the wounds that past relationships have left us with. It's going to be hot. And funny. With real stories to help you get your questions answered. Let's go for a ride. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> it's episode 21. Romy, you got a great smile on your face. It's a great morning. Hi, Aaron. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to have the sexy morning voice this time. Hey. Hey, Aaron. What's up? I kind of do. <laughs> no, yeah. Just, I think I'm a, my biggest fan. Sorry about that. No, it's, it's awesome to be your myself. own fan. <laughs> I've been told that. And then I'm like, okay, is that when I'm like super sleepy that I have the sexy voice? Or is it more just like when I'm fully awake? No, I can, you do, I actually. You do. You're perfect for this little Are you sure? gig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was bartending, and yeah. I cut a balloon open. This is TMI. Yeah. I cut a balloon open because we were taking birthday balloons down, uh-huh. and I was like... Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't do drugs, folks. I sucked the <laughs> Just helium, helium in, and I started singing Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> we have to have fun. And when it's 2 a.m., we're cleaning up after all your drunk asses. Oh, wow. We got to have a little fun. Good job. So, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Aaron has some really important Hold things up. to address today that are fresh on his soul. Yeah, so it's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> now, first thing I want to say is that I'm not here to throw anyone under the bus. And, and, you know, one of the things that's really important is if someone's actually going to like take in something, it's never wise to just throw someone in the, you know, through the gauntlet. Right. It's, and so where I'm coming from with this isn't obviously directed to one person. This is just human behavior. We all see it out in the dating world, in relationships. Like if you want someone to listen to you, they need to feel understood. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that, but really the topic at hand is going to be sabotage. I'm going to relate it to the Grinch and Christmas <laughs> and presents and all of those things. But um, yeah, it, it's going to be a fun one. I, I just hope that everybody that's listening um, can have ears to hear as if you are the person, not, not the person that's the Grinch, yeah. but also the little child, <laughs> right? the hurt little child that may have had gris- Christmas stolen from them. So let me backtrack just a minute. Yeah. Somebody uh, messaged me. Okay. And said, that episode that Aaron talked about inner child, <laughs> they were so excited about it. Really? And they were diving in deep, doing research on themselves with the inner child. Oh, wow. I've had two people now say that to me. That's awesome. So I just wanted to bring that up because I haven't talked to you for a little bit. Yeah. Um, that what you're saying is resonating with people. People are listening. So, That's so good. Thanks, guys, for letting us yeah. know some good feedback. We appreciate it. Yeah. So and I just want to let you know. Yeah. And so my inner child, Matt, whoever, whoever you name yours, Ellie. <laughs> nope, we're not. There's so <laughs> many Matts. The ex was that. The new date was that. His inner child is that. I can't get away from this, people. I can't Matt, get away Matt, from Matt. this. Maybe I'm not supposed to. It's, Maybe yeah. I shouldn't reject it. Maybe I should just fall into mats. Just fall just into mats. Just fall in. Hopefully it's a soft mat. Mm-hmm. Mattress. There you go. I'd like to fall into a soft mattress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so funny. A little springy. <laughs> that was worse than a dad joke. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is what I'm buying myself for Christmas, by the way. Oh, that is really? my gift to myself. That is awesome. A new mattress with yeah. germ-free. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it um, last week, but yeah, so today I'm super anxious. Not anxious, but just like I'm excited because today, I hopefully today anyway, they have by the end of today to let me know whether they've accepted my offer on a house and Aaron's I will have to buy mattresses too. You what? I will have to buy mattresses too. Oh, you could just have my old one. <laughs> <laughs> it's already broken. <laughs> That's no, so I weird. actually had somebody sleep in there, and I'm not going to explain anything else. Yeah. Um. Right? And he was like, this is terrible. Oh. I'm going home. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, you're not the first. But that's oh. actually how I get people to leave. So. <laughs> that's how <laughs> I, I do it. I might keep the mattress. <laughs> right? I don't want them getting comfy like they can stay. Yep. So, okay, bye. Yeah. Put some needles on their side. <laughs> no, it's yeah. terrible. 
It's hurting. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're getting a new one. Yeah, I think it's funny. But that's my Christmas gift to myself. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> unicorn bedding everywhere and a new mattress. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. You have unicorn jammies and everything. Yay, come wild. over to my house. I'm 12. <laughs> <laughs> Right? So I've funny. always wanted to date my daughter. <laughs> what? Wait, we're talking about inner child. You're just living the dream. It's, fair. it's all coming out. I was taking it way too far. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, you've got such cool things happening. Yeah. Such cool things. Yeah. I do too. But yeah, your life is just kind of yeah, skyrocketing. And, and I think, like I said, I think we talked about it last week, but just to kind of reiterate for those that didn't listen, um, go and listen. but i think i think the other the other thing i just wanted to mention is is that no don't be afraid i'm not i'm not moving away but i am buying it's more of an investment property i needed to find a place that's closer to my kids so i'm not continually airbnb in it constantly traveling trying to figure it all out like even after christmas when i have my kids for christmas because of the divorce decree that we've written up like it's written such that I can't have them here at the lake house because there's other people that live here. Right. And, and so that I end up renting a place for an, a week and like, that's great. I could go, you know, on a vacation with them. I can go somewhere cool, but it's sometimes for Christmas, it's just nice to be home it with is. family. It is. And, and so anyway, it's just one of those situations where it just got me really thinking like, you know what, Aaron, get an investment property, Airbnb it while you're not there. Yeah. And then have the kids. And this is a, it's a gorgeous little place. I want to stay there. I've asked him several times if I can rent it. <laughs> right? I'm going to stay there. I was up till one care. o'clock I last. I can rent it too. Yeah. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm a No, it's, it's gorgeous. All, all hardwood floors, like solid wood everywhere, tile. It, they did a great job. And it's like the 10 foot ceilings, um, eight foot doors, like. They they really did a good job. It's a fairy tale yeah. castle. Yeah, it's small, Snow but White it's nice. Mm-hmm. I swear, I'll it's probably see her if I do enough drugs. I would probably see her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to go up there and just leave the dogs, yeah. you know, and have like a retreat by myself. Oh, I was up till one o'clock last night trying to figure out what the garage should look like. I was drawing out floor plans. You're creating the dream. Yeah, I have to though. Thoughts become things. Yeah, and you're doing it. So I love it. I was a little preemptive. We'll see what happens, but hopefully by end of today, I'll know if it's under contract. We've gone back and forth, so this isn't like me submitting in a first offer. Like This is like the third, so I know that their game is just nailing down the details, so I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me to stay there. Yeah, oh. and you can bring your new mattress. <laughs> bring one of the mattresses. Oh, that, whoops. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm kidding. So this actually, We're doing that's a great decisions. segue that's a great segue into what I want to talk to talk about first. Okay. That'll help us lead into the main topic. Okay. So you're, you're going to be like, what? But we're talking about mattresses. So I'm going to go with this. So I don't know if you've heard like the research about how much toxins, how many, like how much sweat, how much nastiness is stored in a mattress over time. I have. Yeah. I think the energy, I don't want to say the energy like of other people. The, the energy of yeah that mattress was at my old house married. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got a new mattress obviously in 16 years, but that was our mattress. Yeah. And then I moved it because I was like, I'm not going to spend a bunch of money right now. Yeah. And then all the bad dudes. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's all in there. And, and the thing it's is, is terrible. they say that like the weight, the weight of a mattress will double over eight skin. years. Isn't that sick? It's disgusting. It's it's all the sweat. It's all the all the nastiness is in the mattress. Even with the mattress pet, like it's disgusting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Eric. What are we sleeping on? Right? Yeah. It's so gross. So no, I want the bad energy gone. So you're. Yeah. I know where you're going. Yeah. Sort of. And you're correct. Yeah. And I I'm gonna get out of here. I want to get scientific with this too. Perfect. Okay. So yes, the analogy is more with the human body. Um, one of the things that kind of got me started on this whole space was I was, gosh, when was I like 17? I was like 17 and these people that were friends wanted to sell magnets. I don't know if you remember that phase. It was like the, the multi-level marketing company oh, called Nikin or something. No, it's called Nikin. It was this Japanese company. It was a multi-level company and they came over to our house 
And they're like, I, what I want you to do is I want you to, and they did muscle testing. And if, if you haven't done muscle testing, I, I believe it actually works. But that's how they, they use that method in order to try to sell the magnets. Because the magnets, what they do is there's obviously a polarization, right? There's right. a magnetism. There's electrical, there, there's a, electrical properties that can influence your biochemistry as well as just your physiology. If you're following me. And I remember the magnets, but I don't remember them. I remember the magnet phase, but I don't remember them doing the kinesiology with it. So, Yeah. And so <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, yeah, I, I had the muscle testing and they tried to sell us on it. Great. But that was my first introduction to muscle testing. Okay. And um, a couple of years ago, I just, I felt impressed to pick up the book um, called The Emotion Code. And that's kind of the genesis of what we see as muscle testing now. It's not that it was the beginning of it. It's just that there was a guy that popularized it and tried to make it easy for people to understand how they can understand where um, trapped emotions are stored in the body. And so I I started researching that and it was super helpful. And (laughs) it was funny. Like you remember, we had a mutual friend. This is so funny, guys. So not funny and it's sad (laughs) at the same time. Isn't everything? We had a a mutual (laughs) friend. We're going to call him B. And I'm like, I'm learning about this. I want to be able to like, try this out. You might be in a guinea pig for me. He's like, sure. I'm like, okay, cool. So we go through the process, right? And I'm like thinking, I know what he's got. I know the hidden, like the emotion that's trapped in his body. I see it every day. And I'm going through this process and it's like, okay, call him A. And it's like row six or something. I can't remember what it was. And I'm like, wait, what? It shouldn't be on this, in this area. And like, and then I finally like, cause I'm doing the muscle testing and I get to the point, I'm like, like it, it keeps coming up as rage. I'm like, oh. can you, can you tell me, you know, like where that might be coming from? Can you think of any? And he's like, yeah, my mom. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, is right. If we keep going further, he's like, no, I'm done. And he walks out. Like he just immediately no, split. <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh, oh. <laughs> found it and so yeah he didn't want to get rid of it and and that's and that kind of has a segue into what i'm talking about with mattresses and magnets and all this stuff and so what i wanted to come back to circle back to the mattress part is is that our bodies and magnets um when we especially when we have sex but like when we emotionally invest in someone else we do take on their energy we at least feel their energy and the way that that works from a scientific perspective like you guys can do all the studies you want and everything else but the more that science is um is investigate investigating the more that they're doing research into this what they're finding is is that the electrical circuits that run from your toes to the tops of your head they're all connected the the way that neurons fire is through electrical stim, um, stimulus. And so what happens is, is that like with the magnet, like you can change, like when I say that you can change the physiology, what you're doing is you're stimulating a part of the body with a different type of an electrical field than maybe what's running in that area of the body. Hopefully that makes sense. What, what you're looking at me like, wait, go ahead. Do you change it? You can influence it. Not permanently. Influence though. it. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to understand yeah. the direction. Okay. So but that's the thing, okay. right? So, and, and that's like even with muscle testing, the kinesiology, all that, it, that's a process of asking the body, right. can something be released? What I'm trying to do is explain scientifically how it actually works. So what happens is, is the memory, it's the memory is encoded in our body not just in our brains. People don't necessarily understand that. We store not only the emotions. That's why, like, if you feel, uh, like, from an, from an early childhood, like, we tend to feel certain things in certain places of our body over and over. Like, some, some people will say, like, when I get anxious, I feel it in my gut. Right. Or maybe, like, um, maybe they have, like, a pain in their neck or tightness in a certain part of their body or whatever it is. That's that's because their body is storing certain memories, yeah. but it's expressed as emotion. 
So what I mean by that is that around the cells of our body, we are, we're encoding these memories via emotion and we have electrical stimulus. So when we have, when we have, like when you have a child and they're told, don't do that or bad or whatever it is, when it's held over and over and over, they, they, they tend to have the same electrical circuit running and it connects to those same memories. So the emotion becomes expressed because that right. pathway, we, set, we talk about neural pathways, because that electrical circuit is running right. over and over. And so when you think about it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like um, snow-capped mountain. And every year that snow comes down and it just creates more of a river because year over year it's digging into the earth and running that water down the hill. The same thing's happening in our body. We have reinforcement of experiences that electrically are running through those cells of the body right. where those memories and emotions are expressed. And so it comes up. So we tend to feel and experience those same things, even if it was completely unrelated. Right. So as a child, like you were told that you were not good enough or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden you're in a relationship and the dude is just like, why can't you do this? You run the same damn circuit. Oh, yes. And all of a sudden, you feel that same emotion. It brings back up, I'm not good enough. That's what I'm trying to say. So now, we've talked about it scientifically on how it works. Right. <laughs> Going back to mattresses. You talk about doubling the weight of a mattress, of toxins, and just sweat and nastiness over even eight years. Yeah. How, old, how old are we, Romy? And how much stuff have we stored in our bodies? <laughs> how much emotion, how much trauma, all that stuff. And so the, the point that I'm trying to make is like you can't just throw out the mattress. Like I can't get a new body, you know, right. all of a sudden. But there are ways that we can heal. The problem. I get it. Yeah. Our bodies are heavy so because heavy. of things that we've carried. Yeah. And I actually saw a meme the other day with God and he was on it. And he had tons of luggage in his hands. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. And he says, I've got your baggage. Let's go. <laughs> Basically, right? Yeah. I'm paraphrasing for God. But yeah. Yeah. And I just kind of looked at that meme and I thought, oh, I yeah. felt peaceful. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, here, take it. And I always, when I pray and stuff, I always say like, you know, mm -hmm. I put this at the altar because that for some reason resonated with me when somebody said that to me one time. Yeah. You need to take your divorce and everything that's heavy in you and just put it, lay it at the altar and leave it. Yeah. And I literally pictured a pill bottle. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I pictured that. It's all good. And leaving it at God's feet. Yeah. That was the first thing that, uh, why? I that don't doesn't matter. Idea. But I pictured that leaving it, you know. So anyway. Was he going to fill your prescription or are you getting rid of those That's pills? what I was wondering. <laughs> I was like, I'm just being authentic and honest because I was like, a bottle of pills? What? No, that's, are you tripping? That's how the mind works. Right? Yeah. So what is that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, no, there's days like... Uh, when I was dating the ex, mm -hmm. the body felt heavy yeah. and it was having lots of physical symptoms. Yep. And then you let it go. Mm -hmm. And why don't I have those anymore? Well, no oh. shit. Yeah. Right? So we got to get the new mattress because I want new energy in my bedroom. Yeah. It's all part of the process. It, it is. It really is. You yep. know, I gave a bunch of clothes away, a bunch of crap I'm not going to wear anymore. I don't wear heels. Mm -hmm. I do not wear high heels. I am a converse girl. Right? <laughs> like, No. I am much more grungy than high heels That's funny. and I don't need to. Mm -hmm. And so I got rid of all of that. Yeah. We're cleaning out cupboards. I'm getting rid of like a bunch of all my liquor, everything. Yeah. I'm drinking it rather quickly to get rid of it, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I'm just like, I don't know why. I just felt like this purge all of a sudden yeah. of just get rid of stuff that no longer serves. That's huge. And yeah, there you go. The and now you're feeling free is one of them. <laughs> so Yeah. But I appreciate you sharing that part of it. Yeah. So what about the Grinch? Yeah. We're getting to the Grinch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're getting to the Grinch. So, so think of the mattress as a present. <laughs> Romy's getting this for her, her for Christmas. Yes, She's Aaron, getting a mattress. And I think that's that a that's a beautiful gift for yourself. Appreciate I really you think so. That for me. What? <laughs> what? I said I appreciate you buying that for me. Thank you. No, it's <laughs> You it's don't get what you what don't ask do. for. Just Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, okay. I, I need to say this before we actually dive in okay. um, to the whole analogy of the, the Grinch. 
And that is, um, you know, like, it's not so much about throwing out the old mattress. The question is, is can something be renewed? Can we get rid of those toxins without throwing it out? Um, it's not, it's not a instantaneous, you know, process. It's not something that like will happen overnight. The problem is in the dating scene in relationships, we see this beautiful bed and it's all made for us and it, and we're ready to, we're, we're just so exhausted. <laughs> we're tired of all of the crappy dates. We're tired of all of the, you know, all of the things that are happening in life. And we're just like, man, to be able to just feel comfortable and yeah. safe and nice in a bed. And so what do we do? We get in that bed and all of a sudden it's just like, what is in this bed? And then maybe there's like cookie crumbs at the bottom. Maybe it <laughs> smells. Maybe there's a nasty stain running. In the, you know what I mean? It's just grody. Yeah. And we didn't know what we got into. The thing is, is that like, and this is where obviously a human is a little different than a mattress, but the, the idea that someone's worth is infinite, um, that, that is universal. So that's where the difference between a mattress and a human to me, like there's a big difference, (laughs) but the other part of it is to me is just that, um, it's self healing we can't get rid of those toxins for the mattress. The mattress is the only one that's able to release it themselves. And so now we're going to get to the Grinch. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm going to go off on a limb here. Romy, you're going to have to rein this in because I don't know. (laughs) Oh, geez. No. So like he wants me to rein something. Yeah. Because, Because, no, because I feel like if I'm going to make the analogy of the Grinch, the Grinch, he was the one that took the presents, right? So it wasn't so much that the, maybe, so when you think about the the human, you think of like the shell of the body, like the emotions and the trauma and all that is stored in the body. The soul is still intact in the body. And so... What I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is like, if you think of the mattress, think of that as like the shell of the body for what's happening here, or it's the gift you for Christmas, you're hoping that you find your partner and you, and you see these wonderful presents and they're presented to you and you're like, this could work. Oh my gosh, this is wonderful. And then that Grinch comes in and it's freaking steals it the night of Christmas Eve. Yeah. Just when you think everything's going to go well, everything's going to be amazing. And your inner child, that little, whatever her name was, Susie Lou Who or whatever. Doll. Like, yeah. I mean, Where she's heartbroken, kind of, but not, right? Yeah. And, and, that's a, and, that, and that right there tells an interesting story, too. So I, I want to break this out really fast. Grinch. The Grinch is the soul, which is interesting because... When we, talk, when we talk about our souls, we're like, oh, but our souls are perfect. It's our bodies. That are, da, da, da. We have agency, and there's as much darkness as light if we choose to allow it to you know, stay within our souls. It's all about choice. Yeah. Whether you believe that you have choice or not, I can't do it. It's too hard. I, you know, like, and, and people really feel that way, especially when they're depressed or they're feeling super anxious. They feel like they don't have choice. The Grinch felt like he had no choice because he was so irritated. He was so upset. He's like, the only thing I can think of is get rid of Christmas. And so what did he do? He sabotaged Christmas. He sabotaged it. He could have been part of an amazing experience. But instead, what did he do? He went in and took the very thing from the people that were wanting to have Christmas and would be happy to celebrate together. Kind of sucks, huh? It sucks. Did he steal Christmas or did he just steal presents? Well, that's the that was the whole moral of the story, <laughs> Romy. Jeez. Because I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the point is that we are a present to someone else. Ooh. We are a present. If you can't see yourself as a gift, please look at yourself in her inward. 
And that's, and that's the big point. If you don't feel like you're enough, if you, if you don't feel like you are a gift for someone under that tree. <laughs> no, I've heard a lot lately with the ex-boyfriend, right? Yeah. He wasn't good enough for you. Mm. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he, he didn't was. see it though. He didn't see it. Right. Yeah. So I say, yes, he was. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. But people want to say a bunch of things that make you feel good because you're their friend. Right. 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 So they say, you you know, he wasn't good enough for you. And I go, yeah, he actually was though. Yeah. He was. Um, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Like people just say things, right? And you're just like, no, like that's not. But I think me and you are in, I hope I'm not getting you off your tangent. Me and you are not in the place of begging. No. Because I've looked a lot lately internally, mm-hmm. right? And my self-love might be growing to an all-time self-conceit. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we talked that there's Oops. a difference between confidence <laughs> and right? self-worth. Because I take pictures now or I you know, see myself yeah. or I go on dates and I'm like, oh my God, you're nuts. <laughs> because I'm so, I don't, I mm. do care. I'm so confident. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I swear that I'm getting younger. That's awesome. In my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So anyway, <laughs> I, I looked at some pictures last night that I met uh, my friend uh-huh. at the uh, bar. Mm-hmm. And she says, I went on a date last night and then I met my friend at a bar yeah. in my hometown. And she, we took pictures and I was like, oh my God. No filter, nothing, right? And I was like, that's what I look like? Sweet. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I was just like, no one... It, um, I did buy a bunch of new makeup and everything like that, but the entire point, and Aaron will love this analogy because it goes with his, <laughs> is it's, it has nothing to do with any of that. Yeah. It's my glow. Yeah. yeah. So pregnant women have a glow. I am not pregnant, but I have a happy glow because the ex has been released. Yeah. Um, honestly. Yeah. You know, and I was on a date last night and he actually said, are you still hung up on your ex? Mm-hmm. And I was able to honestly say no. No. And I would have told him either way. Right. It's not fair to lie. Right. So I would have told him either way, but I just said, no, no, I'm mm-hmm. not. And there's a happy glow. There is. Right. And so you see that and then you start attracting like tons. Yeah. From Aaron knows. I do. Like, I'll let him talk about it <laughs> if he wants, but you just start attracting tons of options. Yeah. Your way. Yeah. And it's up to you what you want to do. Do you know? Mm-hmm. So great date last night though. I'm so happy for what you. What a stud. Yeah. Yeah. Like a real man. <laughs> like a real man. <laughs> no, I've had guys like a real present. come at me recently that, yeah. you know, look like men, you yeah. know? And then no they're, more blow up they're dolls. not. Mm-hmm. They're blow up dolls. Is that what you said? <laughs> no. One guy never asked me any questions about myself. Nothing. I just, and he conversed with me yeah. and said fancy fucking words. And I was all annoyed. And I was just like, yeah, you sound really smart. You sound like the last guy I dated. Yeah. And I don't want anything to do with it going down that road, right? Yep. So, yeah, all these flags that you just kind of watch for now that you're like, nope. But the guy I went out with last night, I was like, he'll look at you. Eye contact has a great job like of value and worth something, Yep. right? Not just for money. Exactly. He has kids, so it's just like he has something to, you know, a mm-hmm. purpose on this earth He knows to where he's going, what for. he wants. Huh? He knows where he's going and he knows what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. He really does. That's awesome. And he will embarrass you and say things so straight up that you're like, okay. <laughs> right? Taste of my own medicine. Yeah. I've never been flustered. So when I met him, I was on the other side of the bar and I was like, I'm in charge, honey. And then I went on a date with him, first date, and I was like, Because <laughs> I couldn't hide behind the bar anymore, right? Yep. Like, I'm super hot and cool. <laughs> and then I came out from the bar and I was just like, oh my God, you're embarrassing me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? So, but it was really fun. It was fun to um to look forward to going. Mhm. To get pretty. Yep. And to I don't know, to go on a date. It's a, it was our second date. Mm-hmm. To go on a date that I wanted to be there. That is And important. then when you show up the second date, mm-hmm. it's like you're that much more comfortable. Yeah. So you can hold hands or whatever, yeah. right? And so I was just like, wow, I came home happy because I was like, I have no idea where this is going. Mm -hmm. No idea. Mm -hmm. And neither does he. Mm -hmm. But I say, I came home happy because I was just like, that was so free. Mm -hmm. That was so free. And it was, um, 
what do you say? Like tame, like, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't have sex with the yeah. mattress, yeah. right? <laughs> we didn't do those things. Yeah. We had great conversation and laughing. I love it. And he's super type A, which. <laughs> you like that. No. You like, it, I don't, you I like don't type know. B's. I don't know what to do with the type A. Really? I said, chill, man, chill. Oh. And then there was a huge, at the restaurant, there was this huge A. <laughs> and a, a table <laughs> underneath. And I said, you need to go sit there. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, that's no, he's funny. just, I don't know, he's wonderful. <clears throat> so, what a refreshing, that's all I was saying. Yeah. I can actually, for the first time in how long, <laughs> brag about a date that I, I went on. Yeah. That actually was good. Yeah. That had some value in my life. Mm-hmm. So, date three, here we come in January. I love it. <laughs> yeah a little bit he's He'll be got gone for he's holidays, got stuff so. and kids and all that cheers to january <laughs> yep cheers to january but anyway so hmm. now i'm going to come back we have this analogy we're talking about grinch and presents and cindy lou who and all that so the the only person that can provide a renewed present is the grinch and to the other person where the presents were taken from it can seem as if they are horrible. They're the meanest person in the world. How could they do that to me? And the reality is the sabotage the Grinch did. Why did he do it? Because he couldn't stand the noise. And the noise was in his head. It had nothing to do with the people. It had nothing to do with Cindy Lou Who and her joy of Christmas. Her desire you know, just like us, our inner child desiring to have a healthy relationship. But that came out as noise to the Grinch. And this and it is... it was where? What? It was where? What do you mean? Yeah, in his head. Right? I like where you're going with yeah. this. Yeah. And, it, and it, all, it all stems from the inner child in us, the wounded child in us. It's all in our head. The idea that we don't have choice, that it's too hard, that it'll just end up like it was before. Like, I can't trust this person. Or I don't know why I don't feel safe. I don't know why I'm hurt. All of those things. That's the noise. That's the noise. And you are allowing your freaking inner child to really take Christmas, try to take Christmas, from the people that want to have healthy relationships, especially around something that's so beautiful. And and so... I love what you did there. Thank you. I hope everyone else appreciates that. <laughs> It's but, great. But here's but I, I'm trying to show it from a perspective so both sides can see. The person that gets hurt because someone sabotaged the relationship, and then the other side where it's just like I I can see myself as the Grinch here. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because here's the thing. The Grinch took the presence. The inner child of the other person actually gave that last gift. And the this is the other thing. The whether they're the person's depressed or anxious. It's all about lies. They tell themselves and other people. What did he tell the little girl? I'm going to take this back to the Santa's workshop, and I'm going to fix it, and then I'm going to bring it back to you. Total lie. Total total BS. And he did it right to the little child. Yeah. Just like our inner child showing up in authentically, opening our hearts, and love, wanting love so bad, and wanting to, and so we'll just be like there in front of him, and like, what do you want me to do? And I will help you, and da 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 and they lied to us. They took that present and they went away because what? They had no intention. They had, no, they, they had a desire to get what they wanted because they couldn't see outside of themselves. And they went to go dump all of it. They wanted to get rid of the new mattress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So anyway, this is the other point that I wanted to make. Keep it around for eight years or something. If anyway. you if you remember the movie from the original, the Dr. Seuss, he goes up the hill and he's ready to dump all of it. It took him getting to the very top, right at the very top of the cliff, ready to dump it all. And right as that happened, something happened. He heard the voice. He heard the voice of the inner child. He heard the voice of the people that wanted to have an amazing Christmas. And it took that. It took it going to the edge. And he was the one on that journey. If you remember the story, it wasn't the people behind him saying, no, come back. He had to go solo. He had to be able to go to that very point where he was going to dump it all. And then he had to make a choice. 
And it was all, all it was, was a change in perspective. It was the same songs that he said were noise. And he was up there and he was just like, wait. And all of a sudden his heart grew, right? It was all about perspective. It was all about his decision to look at what was actually being told him and choosing to believe it regardless of the situation. Because it was the same song. I don't, I don't even remember the song, but it's still stuck in my head. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> but anyway, that, that's the idea is just that it got to that point. It took to that point. So many people are depressed. So many people are anxious. So many people are in these situations. What is it going to take? Yeah. It's like, well, I, I don't have choice. You choose to not have choice. You're choosing the default out because it's easy for you. And guess what? That is because your inner child does not feel listened to. It doesn't feel accepted. It doesn't feel like it is enough. And guess what? It's not about fighting it. We talked about in prior episodes, you can't fight that. You have to build a relationship with that. You have to get curious and understand, why am I feeling that way? Huh, that sucks. Well, if, if that you're telling me that I'm a horrible person and that's why that's happening, why is that? Oh, because of these experiences that you prove that you are a horrible person. It's like, but do those define me? Even though they may have happened and I did contribute to that? Or like, is there some other alternative here? It's all about getting curious. The Grinch had to ask himself at the top of that hill what he believed about the song that was playing in his head that he prior considered noise. And that was where the change happened. It's all about curiosity. And so we've, we've talked about this yeah. to death. No, it's awesome. But the idea of bringing, this is the thing that I really want people to understand. It's, it's, yes, it's real life. And no one is perfect. You are going to meet a Grinch. Their inner child is going to be Grinch at some point in the relationship. And you are going to be a Grinch to them. That's just how it goes. The question is, are you going to get curious enough to understand something outside of you and why you're feeling the way that you are. Because just like the Grinch in that decision, his strength in one instance, like it took me over 30 years to get to this point, but in that it only took one day. It only took 10 minutes. It only took 10 minutes or maybe even less for me in my head to make the shift of quit thinking of myself and oh my gosh, Maybe it's not about me. Maybe I can love. Maybe I am worthy of love. What? And just like the Grinch, if you can imagine, and, and you know, as a kid, I remember he lifted up the whole sleigh, you know, and his heart grew 10 times that day or whatever it was. <laughs> and, and that is the idea. Yeah. It took one instance. It doesn't mean that it's not going to take a long time to get there. What it does mean is that it's going to take exploration. It's going to take curiosity. And the beautiful thing is, is that when he came back and, and I know this is the hope, this is the part of the shadow that's going to be like, yeah, Aaron, that's a great story. You almost had me in tears, whatever. But they, when he came back and he brought the presence, was there in the story, was there one person that was like, you're a dick. Why the hell did you do that? Right. No, every single one of them accepted the gift that he came back with. Yeah. And they invited him for Christmas dinner. To the Jubilee. That's right. <laughs> and and I see, love that show. and and that's the that's the point to be made here is like you're going to be in relationships where, like we talked about, gates and mirrors. You come back because you learned about yourself. You and you're able to admit that these are the things that I I screwed up on. These are the things that like, you know, I I I want to do better, but this is what I'm feeling. This is what was going through my head. This is what I want to work on. They may be like, no, that's not going to be, they're not going to be like all the people that accepted him back, you know, that's okay. That's also a test. It's like, can you still be honest with yourself and other people, even though they might reject you after what you did? That's okay. But more often than not, we have experiences, we have opportunities where they will look at that and say, you know what? Let's try because I really care about you and you can have a Christmas together. You can provide that present. It's not just about you showing up, you know, in a, in a ribbon and a bow right from the get-go. We have, have to work on I have a lot of relationships, and it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
but not on my end. I'm, I'm you, I'm the heart. Yeah. You know, and I say, no, let's either make it work. Let's talk about it. Let's do something. You know, yeah. I don't like cut and dry, even if we're not going to be together. Mm-hmm. I like uh, to send somebody away with love instead of think about it my whole life. Like, man, I wish I could have done that situation different. Right. Yeah. So me and you kind of just show up for people like that yeah. or at least try. Right. Yeah. But like I dated a guitar player and in the band with him and stuff like that. It was just like one thing. And he was fucking nuts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he was, we were both just kind of fire. It wasn't good. Yeah. But you know, I wished him happy birthday the other day and stuff like that. And on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I finally, after months and months and months and months, mm-hmm. got yeah, a good up. response. Oh, cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, um, but yeah, he was just like, fuck it. I'm out yeah. like that type of, right. And I get that a lot. Ex-boyfriend. He has not messaged one time, nothing. Yeah. He went away mm-hmm. and stayed away. Mm-hmm. Even my mom, mm-hmm. non-romantic, same thing. Yeah. My sister, same fucking thing. And so I'm just like, wow, like that's what I'm diving into now. Yeah. And that's a different podcast, but that's what I'm diving into now. Mm-hmm. Like there is no like, and maybe people see me and they just think she is, she wouldn't tolerate my bullshit. do you know what i mean like that's perfect if people think that Mm -hmm. that's perfect and let's leave it right there but if it's something that i need to work on uh a little bit more warm or a little bit you know Mm -hmm. because yeah even when me and the ex were breaking up he kind of one night like tried to come back with a song and let's go to dinner again and i was like why why yeah. And don't fucking think for one minute that I didn't want to. Right, right. <laughs> Let's get that crystal. Yeah. Okay. So it was everything I had to be like, no, I yeah. cannot do that. You know, I yeah. had to like coach myself through that sentence. I, I believe because it. Because I was like, no, I just want to run back into your arms. Mm-hmm. But once I ripped that Band-Aid off, I was like, oh, God, it's going to suck for a few weeks, yeah. isn't it? I knew it, right? Yeah. But very cut and dry. Mm-hmm. And then he did go away. But with that is healing. You can't heal with people constantly coming back. You can't. No. Right? So I'm actually grateful for that. But that's just something, side note, that I was diving into about myself. Because people with me, if we break up or something like that, oh, my God. It's like cut and dry and they never text again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that's it? Well, it <laughs> right? But it's, it's but so much – I mean, for a lot of people, I don't know if you've experienced this, but like for me, I mean, it's one thing to be in a relationship. And then when you say cut and dry, that happens. That's, that's how I've, I've had it too. I've seen some people like they still have good friendships with them. And I'm just like, what, what happened (laughs) for me? I'm just like, I feel like I give more than anybody. And it's just like, what you just ghosted me. You cut me off. Like you blocked me. And I'm like, I I was showing up with love. Like what's going on? Me and you deal with that very similarly. Yeah. Like we show up. We're like, no, we don't want it to be that way. We love people. Right. And they're like, I'm out, dude. And I think I have a theory. I do too. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's interesting. And yeah. And so I guess to kind of like piggyback on this analogy and I don't want to beat it to death, but like there's multiple times that the Grinch are like the, their Grinch shows up um, before heading out for the mountain all the way. Like he'll come back and be like, Oh, I forgot a few presents essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so it's not always just like take my heart and then you ran with it and now it's going to be dumped. Um, but that is, that's a real thing for sure. There's people that, want to work through things and there's people that want to run we've talked about avoidant you know versus um those anxious personality types um and and those are real things too but yeah i (laughs) my my inner child (laughs) my little cindy lou who or whoever my matt is telling me that i just need to end um on that piece right there Uh, i just I, I just hope that people understand, you know, the the analogy that, um, yeah, the presence, those can be, that's the exterior. Yeah. Those are the gifts that we can give. Um, you know, we can fill someone's soul. 
but the gifts that we give are manifest through our words, which are part of our body. Um, they're manifest through our body working, right? Mm-hmm. The physical, like all of the things, the service we give, it's all manifest in the physical. And so those are the presents that I'm talking about. The, the inner child, the Grinch, um, or the Cindy Lou Who, whatever it is, yeah. um, we get to decide what that looks like. And, you know, it's, it is about choice, and it's powerful. Yeah. And it's a great season for us to take a look inward we're not stuck. We're, we're not powerless. If that's the thing is like, I know 90%, 99% of the people that would listen to this podcast yeah. are not people that are stuck. That's the thing. It's like, they may be a work in progress, but if they're taking the time to better themselves by doing this, yeah. by listening and hopefully applying some of these things, they're probably not the ones that really need to hear it. And that's just the unfortunate thing. But hopefully so we, they need to share it to the yeah, hopefully you and I, and hopefully the listeners that are here can pick up what's, you know, being told and, and realize that they may not be the Grinch, but they can see the Grinch and they can see the presence and they can see that dynamic in that relationship and what they can do. Yeah. It's a solo journey for those Grinches out there and it freaking sucks. Yeah. But hopefully, um, hold your boundaries but if you are following your heart, make sure that you're not coming from a place of ego when the Grinch shows back up ready to give the present back. Because if it is right, you don't ever want to miss on that chance either. So just be open. That's all I got to say. And I'll end it on this. Okay. There's this season right now, right? Yeah. And we talked, um, I think it was last time, about loneliness yeah. through holidays, right? So I just want to the mental health <coughs> behind that. Yeah. So we won't address that too much again because we already did, but uh, I just want to make it, acknowledge it. Yeah. Right. And say to everyone out there, if you're having trouble this holiday season, like I did on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, reach out. Right. Reach out to someone. There's always someone, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? We have more people around us than we think. That's right. And people that actually want to, I was alone on Thanksgiving essentially, but I did have invites to go out of town with people if I wanted to accept them. I chose to stay home Mm -hmm. and I was glad because I was sick, but um, I wasn't completely alone. I did by choice. So fair. So if you just look around, just step, take one step forward, just look around. There's tons of people that want to help. Uh, or want to be there or want you to come over and have Christmas dinner with them or want to just show up for you. Yep. There really is. You just have to step forward and reach out. So um, don't be alone for the holidays unless it's a choice and you like it. Yeah. Right? Because um, that is huge. I'm sorry. As a single woman that doesn't have family here or anything, it's a huge thing that I just want to make sure gets addressed. Yeah. Um, and then also when you go out and you're – doing all of your shopping and you're doing all of your going out to eat and all of the things mm-hmm. people are at their breaking points yeah a lot of people are and i'm not right now so i can give i've been doing a lot of charity juicing mm-hmm. uh for people with cancer and just a lot of a lot of things mm-hmm. um and then my good friend aaron said make sure you're not overdoing it for yourself <coughs> and yeah. i kind of stopped when he said that and yeah, I, I thought, okay, I'm taking a day off. I'm yeah. taking a day off. So today I'm taking a day <laughs> off, Aaron, Good. and I'm not helping anybody either. Yeah. I'm having a rolly day. Do you yeah. see? So, um, but I just want when people go out, I just want them to be um, even more aware, mm-hmm. just because I'm bringing it up and I'm telling them to. Um, <laughs> You know, that the person you talk to at the gas station could be at their breaking point. Yeah. And the mom with kids shopping for Christmas or whatever could, you know, be at the breaking point. So just be sensitive with each other. Be kind to each other. When you get on the dating app, stop fucking ghosting each other. Oh, my stop gosh. Stop ghosting yeah. each other. Stop. If, you, if you're not interested, it's okay. Just say it, you know. Just say. Like, I don't think we're a good match. It's okay to open your mouth. Um, because that provides a lot of issues for people. Four years ago, it would have provided way more for me. Now I'm just like, I laugh about it and move on. But you could be messing with somebody's psychology by doing that, and you just think like, eh, I'm just, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But to them, you could have been so much. Yeah. And so just be sensitive with people. 
and be kind this holiday season, please. And I hope that all of you have a amazing Christmas. I know I will. I get to spend it with friends, and I couldn't be more happy about it. And we've got really good people around. So yeah, can I uh, share one last thing too? Hashtag grateful. I love it. Buy me the shirt. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> oh my god! All those shirts that say "Give thanks" and I like leggings and lattes. Oh gosh! Fucking a! They're going in the di bag. <laughs> anyway, but I have it in my heart. I don't need a shirt, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> it's so gross. I was just going to say, <laughs> Sorry. so here's here's something really fast, and you pointed to this, but I'm going to make an analogy of it. If you're looking for the present still for Christmas, you're hoping to see that present under the tree. Yeah. Be the gift. And you just pointed that out. But here's the thing. It doesn't make sense in some instances to show up half tied, like the bow half tied, like the wrapping papers in shreds. And so there's a balance between, am, do I have enough to give right now? Can I be that gift for that person right now? And then there's the idea that, you know what? It doesn't matter if it's wrapped up in a pretty bow. Yeah. And that only person that would know if you are ready to be present presentable as a gift is you. And the only other thing I will say is it's it's okay to be late as a gift. It doesn't make it any less. You can be the gift the day after Christmas. Yeah. It's about the intent. And in my life, like, I would much rather have the person that has done the work that's ready to show up, even if it was later than I thought thought it didn't happen the first time or whatever it is i would rather have that person than the person that may be shallow on the inside and the gifts taken away i don't yeah. want that so anyway i appreciate all of your beautiful analogies that tied together perfectly <laughs> today thank you happy holidays happy holidays thanks for listening to the Romy and Aaron show make sure and follow us on spotify or Apple to get the latest episodes. You can also follow me on Facebook at Romy Estes Meston. And you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron Says. So until the next episode, be kind and use your wise mind. And, and save, save a horse, horse ride, ride a unicorn. unicorn.